All right, let's get going. Good morning. Raptadav Dalid in Meseches Mayid Katan. We are up to Verabyechanan Omar. We are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight lines from the top of Daf Dalid Omar Aleph. And just to remind ourselves, we are going through um, the conversation about we know that Shemitah is usher to work the field. Uh, from anything. What about prior to Shemitah? So we know it's forbidden. The question is why? Is it forbidden because of a decree of Bezdin? Is it forbidden because of Allah Hashem Sinai? Is it forbidden because of Psukim? We ended off that it's Machlekes Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel as to whether the 30 days prior uh, prior to Shemitah are forbidden as a Pasuk, that is Rabbi Akiva, or whether it is Allah Hashem Sinai, which is the pin of Rabbi Shmuel. Here we go. For Rabbi Echenon Amar. Rabbi Yechanan says, let me explain how the transgression of working the field prior to Shemitah, where it came from. Rabbi Gamliel and his Bezdin, meaning based upon an Isser Da'iraisa, Batilehu. They nullified uh, the Midairaisa. Now, what does that mean? What does it mean that Midairaisa, um, they created. They took a Dairaisa and kind of removed it within the 30 days prior. How does that work? My time, huh? Gamar Shabbos, Shabbos, Mi Shabbos, Bereshis. They made Xereshava, the word Shabbos, from the word Shabbos, from Shabbos, Bereshis. Now, we know it says the word Shabbos by Shemitah, and Shabbos itself is from Maisa, Bereshis. And during the seven days of creation, on the seventh day, Shabbos was created. So what's the Xereshava? Mala, Lani, Asura, just like... By my subracious and the creation of Shabbos, you're not allowed to do any malacha, lefanel, lacharel, mutarim, but right before Shabbos, you could do, right, you could be taking a shower right up until Shabbos starts. You're allowed to cook right up until Shabbos starts. And as soon as Shabbos is over, Afkan, he asura, so too when it comes to Shemitah, only Shemitah itself, like Shabbos, it, it itself is forbidden, lefanel, lacharel, mutarim, but right before Shemitah and right after Shemitah should be mutar. So you see, midairaisa, you have a Gzera Shava, you have a connection to the word Shabbos Shabbos, and therefore we're allowed to say that biblically, based upon the Gzera Shava, the transgression of working the field pre-Shemitah is gone. Masla Ravashi, Ravashi has a challenging question. Mandi Yomar the Mandi Yomar, who says that you're not allowed to work the field before Shemitah because of Allah Hashem Sinai, which is Rabbi Yishmael. One second. Can Xerah Shava in a Pasuk come along and uproot Allah Hashem Sinai? You can't do that. Allah Hashem is not based upon a Pasuk in the first place. Umandi Amar Kra, and the one who says, the Inalah to work the field, the Pin of Rabbi Akiva, the Inalah to work a field prior to Shemitah, Asik Xerah Shava Akra Kra, can you make Xerah Shava and get rid of a Dairaisa and get rid of an explicit verse? Xerah Shava doesn't get rid of an explicit verse. Says Ravashi, I don't like where we're going with this. Elam Ravashi. Rather, Ravashi explains. Rabbi Gamil Lubez Dinai, Sarvilak Rabbi Shmol, Domer Elkazagamirilo. Here's what happened. Rabbi Gamil and his Bezdin in later generations, they held that the, the transgression of working the fields 30 days before Shemitah is Halachal Mashmishinai. Vichi Gemiri Hilchasa. What is the Halachal Mashinai? What did the Halachal Mashmishinai state? Bezman Shabbes Amikdash Kayyab. That is forbidden to work the land 30 days beforehand, as long as there's a base on Mikdash. Similar to Nisachamayim. But if there's no Nisachamayim, there's no pouring of the water, and there's no base on Mikdash, then lay. There's no transgression of working the field prior to Shemitah. Beautiful. So, 
says Ravashi, what we're walking away with is that, that we're not getting rid of any particular pasuk. We're not getting rid of, getting rid of any particular halakha mishmishinai. Rather, we are qualifying when the halakha mishmishinai was stated. It was stated specifically at a time where we have the nisa hamayim. If there's no nisa hamayim, if there's no pouring of the water, then there is no issue. Beautiful. Period. Two dots. Okay, says the Mishnah. You're not allowed to water a field on Cholamayr. Not from Meimei HaGashamim. Not from what we'll call a reservoir of rainwater. Or a well. It makes sense why you're not allowed to water a field from a well. It's a lot of effort. Lower the pail, pick up the pail. Lower the pail, pick up the pail. There's a lot going on. But when it comes to allowing a field to be watered from a reservoir, what type of extra effort exists to say that I should not be allowed to to uh, do that on Cholomite? So says the Gemara, You're right, there really is no extra effort, but because you're not allowed to use well water, we're concerned that people, if we allow you to use this rain reservoir, you may come to use well water. So he said, rain reservoir is added to the tab, it's forbidden. That a water reservoir itself, um, at a certain point, once it gets too low, will end up being like a well. You'll have to lo- lift up the pail, lower the pail. Once, once the water level gets too low, and therefore it's going to come to extra effort. Back from station identification. The Kamiflagi Bidr of Zera. And this Machlaikas, about why it's forbidden to use water from a reservoir is based upon a statement of Rav Zera. Dhamma Rav Zera, Amar Rabba Bar Yirmiya, Amar Shmuel, Rav Zera says the name of Rabba Bar Yirmiya, sitting in the name of Shmuel. When you have a river with a, with a current, so it's, and that's, that's Maishchim, it's pulling away water, Minagam, from swamps and ponds. You're allowed to water from them. Ravashi agrees with Rav Zera that you're allowed to do such a thing. Omar Zera, while Rabbi Echanan argues on Rav Zera, he says, no, you may come to get too low and come to extra effort. Period. Beautiful. Okay. Gavaldik. So, what, what did we just learn from the two dots? You're not allowed to use a reservoir. You're not allowed to use a well. A well very clearly is forbidden because of the effort. What about a reservoir? So we gave the svaras that either it's a gzera because of the well, or uh, you may come to use a well, or because you may actually come to um, lower the water in the reservoir, and it itself will turn into a well. Okay, those are the two svaras, the two the two uh, reasonings. Gufa, a piece of a previously quoted statement. Um, Rav Zera, um, Rav Yirmiya, Rav Yirmiya, Rav Shmuel. Rav Zera says the name of Rav Bar Yirmiya, saying the name of Shmuel. When you have rivers with a current that are bringing waters away from swamps and ponds, you're allowed to water, to water fields from them. Rav Yirmiya asked a challenging question on Rav Zera. One second. Our Mishnah said you're not allowed to water a field from you can't use a reservoir or a well. And over here, you said, "Ah, oh, it's mutter. I don't understand." Amarlei, your spines. No, Yirmiya, Bri, my beloved son, Yirmiya. Meaning, my Talmud. Let me teach you something. Hani agamim de bavel, the swamps of bavel, kimaya de paske damu. It's like water that never stops. What does it mean? It's water that never stops. It never gets too low. 
there's always if if you know if it if there's no concern you may come to draw water and then get too low there's always other other lakes and ponds and streams that this is going to pull from and therefore if you remember what we said what's the svara why you're not allowed to take from a uh why you're not allowed to take from uh a stream so we said oh cuz it's like a well and it's going to get too low but in bubble there's no concern kvaldik if you have psikais, which are uh, ditches, and brichais are pools that are filled up with water on Erev Yomtif. So they're already full. They're full of water on Erev Yomtif. What's the halacha? You're not allowed to water from them. But if you have an amasamayim, you have a canal of water, letting water slip between one and the other. So then there's no concern that's going to come to extra effort. And it's going to be, um, it's going to be mutter to draw from those pools. Amar of Papa, of Papa says, This is only true if most of the field relies on the water of that stream. Ravashi Yomar, Ravashi says, meaning, if you, if it doesn't rely on it, it's not going to do much damage, you can't get so involved. This is where we're getting back to how we start out the Masechta, you got to understand Tziruf, the combination of details, and and how to know when to apply the various svaras. So when do we say that it's going to be mutter, even when it's going to be like quasi-easy to do it? If the field mamish relies on this, Ravashi Yomar, Ravashi says, No, even if right of the field, the majority of the field, does not, um, does not get water, literally means does not drink, from this, uh, you know, this stream, uh, this canal, since the water is still moving, the person going to say, listen, if, um, if uh, it, it, you know, if I don't water it today, no, it'll be watered tomorrow and the next day and the next day, and therefore a person's not going to put in the extra effort. Gavaldik, here we go. New Brisa, again, what are, we, what are we focusing on over here? If there's limited effort and there's no concern it's going to come to major effort and the field needs it, mutter. Tonu Rabbonin. The rabbis learned, and that's why they are rabbis. Okay, if you have a brecha, if you have a pool of water, a collection of water, not connected to anything else, particularly, so here's what happened. You have a pool of water, and the pool kind of... Um, gives over, as it overflows, the water runs down over a field that relies on this pool. You're allowed to, once you're allowed to use the pool for that, for field number one, you're even allowed to use the pool for field number two. Says the Gemara of Avidi de Pasca, here's the problem. If you're going to allow Ancholomite for another field to use the pool, the water's going to get too low, it's going to come to extra effort, like the way, like the well... As, right, because you have to lower the the pail, raise the pail, so on and so forth. So why are we permitting the second field to be used? There's still plenty. Yeah, it's overflowing. It's still it's still overflowing going down to field number one. So we just allow it to go to field number two as well. But in a khanami, knows what we're saying is Itaka would be true. If it's lower, 
then you would not be allowed to. Amar Abayabai says, Vushle Posak Mayan Rishon, as long as the first Mayan, the first spring, um, has not yet stopped. As long as there's water that's still coming in, um, so then... Um, so then you're allowed to use the second veil. But once the water stops, even if it's still overflow, even if the pool is still overflowing, you're not allowed to uh, allow it to water the second veil because we know it itself has no source, so it certainly is going to come to water the second field, and now there's too much water leaving, and it's going to come to extra effort with the pool getting too low. Beautiful. Okay. Tanya. Milent in the The Braise taught us. Rev Shimon Masi, I'm Rev Shimon Masi. Says Shtei Aruga Zulu Malamizu. Fascinating situation. You got two fields on two different levels. One's a little higher, one's a little lower. Lo Yad Lamin Atachtani Biashkes Al Yainim. You're not allowed to take water that's supposed to go to the lower field and pick it up to water the higher field. It's a lot of effort, right? You have a pool or a pond, the reservoir feeding the lower field. Now I'm going to take that water to feed the higher field. That's a problem. Yoiser Alkain, and even more than this, Om Rebbe Lazar Reb Shimon, Rebbe Elazar, the son of Reb Shimon says, Even in the same field, you have one row. One's, part of it, part of the row is higher, part of it is lower. And the lower part has a water supply, the upper part doesn't. Also, now let us schlep the water from the lower place to the higher place, period. Again, same svara, same logic. Anything that's going to lead to extra effort, or it itself is extra effort, not mutter, it's not allowed on chol hamayid. Okay. Four lines from the bottom of Dalit Amad Aleph. Tonu Rabbanon, the rabbis learn so shall we. Madlin le'rokais k'day le'oichlam. You're allowed to be madlin, okay? Now, doyle, doyle means to draw forth. We have this by Eliezer, the servant of Avram. He was Damesek Eliezer, right? He's called Damesek, Eliezer of Damesek. What's Damesek? He was doyle umashke. He would, he would uh, take, he would soak in, he would draw the Torah of Avram Avinu. So, madlin li roka is We're going to draw water in order to be to, to have things grow so I can eat it on Cholamayid. However, if the whole point is to beautify the vegetables, then Aser. You're not allowed to uh, draw water. Okay? Just to be helpful. Uh, make things easier. But to eat, it's allowed. Ravina of because the Borcha, a little bit of a story. Ravina and Rabatoisva were traveling. Chazalu Gavra, they saw a fellow, Davidali Davla. He was drawing um, with a pail. Bechula Dimayada on Cholomayd. Okay, so this guy is by a well, drawing, going, taking the pail, drawing the water. So, what's the problem? It's a lot of effort. Let's go, uh, you know, put him a hair. Let's, let's tell him, you know, this guy's publicly transgressing, doing an Aveira, he's going to cause other people to do the Aveira. You can't do this. Ravina says, Tanya, one second, relax. But we learned in Abraisa, maybe he's watering his field because he needs it to, in order to eat. He's got to have it finished growing. Amrlei, me sovereign, my madlin, madlin maya. What does madlin mean? What is to draw? You think it means to draw water? No, you're misunderstanding the brisa. 
my so what my madlin what does madlin mean top of dalid amud bays it means shalufe you're allowed to to uh shalufe narazi says shalufe means when you have a lot of vegetables that are that are growing together you're allowed to doesn't mean to draw out water you're allowed to draw out the vegetable you let it pluck uh pluck out the vegetable in order in order for you to be uh, to eat it, kiddetanan, like we learned in a Mishnah, When a person is meidel gefanim, what's meidel gefanim? It means that when you have a, a thick group of growth of grapes, and you want to make space, you don't want them to grow so close together. The same way, um, he's allowed to do that for himself. Who made the He's also should be doing it for the Aniyim. What does it mean, for the Aniyim? We know that a person's obliga- uh, owner of the field is obligated to leave over parts of his field for the poor. So the same way you take care of yourself, you take care of Aniyim. You don't only, take, you don't only make sure your stuff's good. Make sure everybody else's stuff is good. We know that as Yidin, right? Dibir Rabbi Yehuda, Zepinah Rabbi Yehuda, Rameir says, Bishalai Rashai, if it's his own stuff, it's allowed. He can't do it for the poor people. Okay. Now, the keep in mind you're not taking food away from the poor people. You're just helping it be nice. Buddha says, "Don't worry about it being beautiful for that name. Better to leave it there and give them more to eat." Okay. Some people need the the beauty, and some people are like, "Just give me the quantity. I need more." Right? I need, need food. Amalei Ravina says, "I have a Tanya, but we learned in the Brisa." You're right. Okay, if that's what it says, that's what it says. In other words, you just proved to me that madlin means water, it doesn't mean the vegetable, and therefore you're right that what this fellow was doing in the story of drawing the water on Cholamayin is forbidden, and he is Chayav Nidoy. All right, Gavaldik, two dots. You're not allowed to make Ugiyais. For Gefanim, Ugiyais are ditches, but the Gemara at this point doesn't really understand the Mishnah. My Ugiyais, what does the word Ugiyais mean? Number of Yehuda, Yehuda says, Pinchi, it's a ditch. Tanah Meyach, we learned the Bible similarly, Elohim Ugiyais, what are Ugiyais? Bedidin, Shabbat Ikri, Zaysim, Shabbat Ikri, Gefanim. They're ditches around the Ikr, the main part, referring to the roots of an olive and the roots around a grapevine. Says Gemara, Ini, it's not true. That's not what, that's not what a, 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 an Ugiya is. Rav Yehuda allowed the sons of Bartzisai to make binki, to make ditches, for their krumim, for their vineyards. So you see, it's mutarachalamayid. Like Asha, ha-be-atiki. It depends if it's an old ditch or if it is a new ditch. Okay? An, uh, a newer one, as we learned previously, has a lot of effort. An older one, um, um, an older one does not. Okay. Nachamal two dots. Back to the Mishnah. Rabbi Lozbeth Azar Yomer ain't Eisen Esa Amr. Rabbi Lozbeth says you're not allowed to make a new Amr, a new canal. Bishlam Amayyad, it makes sense. A Cholomayyad, you can't dig a new canal. Mishum de Gatarach. It's a lot of effort. El Ashriya Smaitaima. But during Shemitah, why can't you do that? Go dig. Is this part of Growing your field? No. All you're doing is digging a hole in the ground so water uh, so water either could go through, eventually go through. That's all you do. You're making a hole. 
there's no there's no prohibition of schwitzing on Shemitah. Prohibition of schwitzing and going into is that's on Cholamite specifically. Says the Gemara, Pligi Bar of Zeir Ravab Bar Mamos. Bechlekos in Zeir Ravab Bar Mamos about why during Shemitah it's a problem. Chad Amar one says we've named Shenira Kaider because it looks like you, when you dig the ditch, it's look like you're hoeing, which right, it's a similar type of action. And we know hoeing for the sake of growing produce is forbidden, so it's like mechse, right? It looks like a similar action, and that's why it's forbidden. Because by digging the canal, here's what happens. The sides of the canal, on top of the hole, the earth gets softened. And therefore, it's being prepared by softening the earth. It's now more fit for produce to grow on the riverbanks. And that therefore, what we're saying is, according to the second opinions, Gishmak, the prohibition is not the digging of the river, that it looks like a... The prohibition is what's going to happen to the sides of that canal. My Beinayu, the Gemara explains, what's the nafkamina between the two? What's the practical difference? The difference is, when, as soon as you dig canal, the water's there right away. The Mandamaru says that... Um, the side of the canal now is fit for planting Sa'ika. There's a problem. Even if water's there, there's an immediate problem. The Mandamar says, it looks like you're hoeing Laka. It doesn't like you're hoeing. It looks like you're making a canal because the water's there. When you hoe, water's not coming, uh, not coming up immediately. Okay. Says the Gemara, the man of Nishir Kaida, according to the opinion, says the problem is it looks like you're hoeing. Why isn't he concerned about the other one? Meaning, we. What's wrong with it being with both of these svaras being correct? Maybe the problem is it looks like hoeing, and maybe the problem is it's preparing the earth on the side for planting. Why do you need to argue? Why can't both of you be like, you know what? You have a good svara, and I have a good svara. Everybody's right. Why don't we say that? So that's the kasha. The one who says no, the only problem is it looks like hoeing. So why doesn't he agree that it's a problem you're preparing the earth on the side? So the Gemara says like this. The difference between these two svaras is We're not dealing with the water going down, trickling right behind, because, says the Gemara, you're right. If that would be the svara, if that would be the issue, then you could hold of both svaras. So why would we have a machlekas here? See, here's the story. It's not that the water is coming right behind. The case is, He's taking the earth that he's digging out to create the canal, and what's he doing with that earth? He's throwing it outside of the hole now. Right? He's going to throw it on the earth on the side. The Mandam, according to Mandam, says that the side of the, of the fields are now going to be prepared for planting leka. There's no problem, because you're clearly showing that, and, and really... You're only messing with the canal itself. You're not messing with the dirt on the side. The Mandam Reishon Yerka'ida, the Mandam says, looks like you're hoeing. Ika, there's still a problem. The Mandam Reishon Makshir Agapit Lizriya, according to Mandam Reishon, says that it looks like you're preparing it for planting. Lechash Reishon Yerka'ida. Why isn't he also concerned about the fact that it looks like hoeing? Okay, because he's throwing the earth far away, so that's what you do when you hoe as well. Where it says, Aider Nami, he says, no, it's not the usual way to hoe. You know why? Because when a person hoes, 
what he usually does is he just softens the earth. He picks it up, and the earth falls back down. Over here, your mom is picking it up with like a shovel. You're breaking the earth, boom, chucking it away. That's not hoeing, and therefore, it, uh, we have no problem of mechse, of it looking like that. The only issue here is preparing the side. Okay. Amemar Maslam of Nation Amemar, when he taught the Mishnah, he said that the reason why you're not allowed to dig the canal is because it looks like Eider. If you're going to read the Mishnah like that, you're come up with the contradiction in the opinion of Rabbi Elazar ben Azariah. How so? Did Rabbi ben Azariah can or can Rabbi ben Azariah say? That if it looks like going is going to be a problem, Varamini, here's our contradiction. I saw the Mesavula, Yaitzer, a person is allowed to take his manure, his fertilizer, and stock it up in his field during Shemitah, Rabbi Meir, Yaitzer. But Rabbi Meir says, no, it is Usr. What, why? What's going on? Okay. You have to dig a hole three tvachim into the ground to lower the fertilizer. Or raise it three tvachim above the ground. Okay, now what's the problem? So Rashi says like this. If you make a whole storehouse of fertilizer, extra, you know, uh, of, of fertilizer manure out in your field, guess what's going to happen? You're going to fertilize the earth right under your pile. So he says, here's what you got to do. You need to make a chilek. You have to show that I'm not doing this directly on the earth. Either you raise it up or you lower it down. But you got to show that this is not for that purpose. That's the opinion of Rabbi Meir. Let's say he only has a little bit of manure. So then, um, so then it's okay. You have a little bit, and then a week later you add a little bit more. Says Rabbi Meir, I'll agree. You could keep uh, stacking that up. Rabbi Meir says, no, you can't even do that. Even if you do a little bit, you have to you have to have three tochem down into the ground, or three tochem up, or put it on top of a rock. So you see very clearly, Lavloza ben Azariah says, what should you do? So I'll tell you what to do. If you have fertilizer, dig three tochem into the ground. One second, Lavloza ben Azariah, you're going to tell me dig three tochem into the ground to put away my fertilizer? You're the one who says, you're not, even, you're not allowed to dig a canal because it looks like hoeing. Isn't that the same problem with digging three tvachim? Gavaldik. That's the contradiction. Says the Gemara, Rav Zeira, Rav Zeira and Rav Marmamul, each one gives an answer to this contradiction. One says, I'll tell you the difference. Either you could say, that when does Rav Lazar Azariah say that the, the fertilizer has to be three tvachim in the ground? You already had three tvachim whole before Shemitah. You didn't do it during Shemitah. That's one option. Okay. You wiggled out of that one. Good one. Another opinion is like this. No. What's the issue by the canal? You're hoeing. It looks like, or you're not really hoeing, but it looks like you're hoeing. It says like this. If you hoe, if you dig a hole, and then you stick the fertilizer, three tvachim into the ground, everybody knows that you weren't hoeing. You were doing this for the sake of the fertilizer, and that's why it is going to be okay. Now, according to that opinion, what it comes out is that if you do something, it's important, if you do something that may seem to be forbidden, it's a major. Le- is, this is important for life, right? If you do something which uh, to others may seem like it's a problem in halacha or whatever, as long as you do something to clearly show that there's another thing happening here, you're okay. But it's important to do that. Now, you can't just say, "Oh, everybody else should be dami lekavshus." No, we know that in halacha we say this. 
we are obligated on our end to be to be innocent in the eyes of other people, in the eyes of, of Yidin. We should do whatever we can to make sure that any of our actions don't even, even if we're right, and even if it's correct, do not even seem to be, um, to, uh, you know, to be something that's, that's uh, improper for us to do. Okay. Vaitra in the Mishnah. You're allowed to fix up a mikalkel, a ruined irrigation ditch on Cholomayr. What is ruined? You know what it means? It means that the, it's a slow stream that's only one tefach deep, and now you kind of clear out underneath it to make it six tefachim deep. Okay, it's more it's more useful. Says Gemara, one second. Pshita, of course that's a problem. Okay, I'm sorry. Pshita, it's simple for the following case. We know if you have a half tefach and now you make it three tefachim. Kibnali Maya like Klumi. There's no real water. It's not really called a canal, and therefore. Um, um, and therefore, it's going to be Aser. All it is, is Shvitz. You're not gaining anything from it. You're not helping anything. Oh. Let's say you had a, something that was two Tvachim deep, and I make it 12 Tvachim deep. Okay, that's also a problem. You know why? 12 Tvachim. I mean, that's a whole, that's a whole building situation. The Katarach Terchi is here. It's a lot of effort. Lois, you can't do it. Tvachayim al Shiva Ma. But what's Allah? If you have a canal that's two Tvachim deep, and you want to make it seven Tvachim deep. So here's the Shaila. Do we say that the same way by one tefach to six tefachim, it's five tefachim of work? So, and here also it's five tefachim of work, and therefore it's mutter, the same thing. Or do we say, since um, you have extra tefachim, which wasn't origi- which is not really needed, for the canal to function for you on Cholamayr or Shemitah, you're putting in effort that's unneeded. And any effort that we allow to be done is only needed effort. And it's the Gemara Teku. Tishbi Yataritz, Kishva Bayas, the question stands. We have to wait for Leo Hanavi to come to answer that question. Okay. One last piece of Gemara. Here we go. Abaye Shor Levnei Bar Madoch Lishachufei Nehara. Abaye allowed... The people of Barhamdach to clean out their canal. They needed it to grow. Pro- they needed the water. They needed everything to flow properly. Okay. Rav Yirmiya Shara Lohu Levnei Savachta. Rav Yirmiya allowed the people of Savachta lemichra nara to Timima. He allowed people to dredge out their river that that uh, was stuffed. Ravashi allowed the people of Masamachasya, La Agduche Nahar Bornitz. They were also allowed to be Mekadeach, they were allowed to clean out the Bornitz River. Omar, he said, I'll tell you why I'm allowing this. Kivon de Shosumine Rabim, since people rely on it for drinking, Kerabim Domi. It's considered a Tsairach Rabim, it's considered a public need. Utnan, and we know we learned to the Mishnah, Eisen Kol Tzarchei Rabim. Even if there's even if there's a lot of effort, but you're, if it's for the Tzarech, if it's for the Ram, for the community, so it is mutter to put in that effort and put in that work on Chol Hamayed. Period. Beautiful. And uh, we're at the two dots. And the next part of the Mishnah is Umesaknin Es Kokuli Amayim Rabim. The Mishnah let us know that you're allowed to fix up the public wells that people drink from. 
um, on uh, on Cholamayid and Bez Hashem. We will pick up from here tomorrow evening. Have a wonderful, wonderful rest of your day. Agutavach, everybody.